Welcome to the DJ Insider Podcast, sponsored by Amplified Events. It's the only podcast where we break down insider information from our weddings, experiences, and advice from over 15 years in the wedding industry. We're your hosts. I'm Mike Kane, owner of Amplified Events. And I'm Chris Zart, general manager of Amplified Events. Let's get into it. All right, we're back. Hello, hello. Where are we? Episode 13, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I didn't have one. Uh, did you have one? Yep, I think I was the only wedding this weekend. But uh, yeah, I was at County Line, and uh, it was a gorgeous day. Um, wasn't too hot. We like narrowly escaped rain during the ceremony, like like just barely. And like got there, there was nothing on the radar. We were looking good. Got started with ceremony. Uh, the entire time we heard thunder and just a gigantic cloud over us. But like no drops. Like, nothing at all. Totally fine. Ceremony ends. They're, like, pronounced. They're leaving. Um, at that setup, I have to, when I have an assistant with me, I have to, like, drive to reception to get cocktail hour music going. So then, you know, my assistant, John, was there, and he was packing up right when I pulled up to uh, the reception space, just pouring down rain. So I was like, oh, great. So I like, got music going, and I, like, sped over there. Really, John... Before I, I got there, everything was packed up under the table. Like, he's, like, so fast, so it was, like, no problem. But, like, very close. We cut it, like, super, super close. But I'm just happy they didn't get, like, rain in the middle of their ceremony. Yeah. But, yeah. And, like, yeah, totally out of nowhere. But, yeah, other than that, it was, it was a super good wedding. We had just, like, packed dance for the whole night. Um, just, like, a fun crowd. The guests were really awesome. What was uh, one of the songs of the night? Ooh, that's a good question. They were, uh, and I'm a big fan of this, they were really into ABBA. So I'm trying to remember which song hit, like, the hardest. It was probably, um, I feel like, Take a Chance on Me. Okay. I think that one hit pretty good. And I kind of, like, I this was a good balance of we kind of went back and forth the entire night of, like, newer stuff and then kind of going back to oldies. It wasn't just at, like, the start of the dance floor, which is, like, typically how a lot of weddings go. Um I think within the last hour, I kind of went back into a lot of, like, um, I think we did, like, Staying Alive, some ABBA, just, like, stuff like that, some, like, funk, some some oldies, and that was, like, hitting super great, and I got everybody out there, and, but yeah, nice. big ABBA wedding for sure. Did you play any line dances? Uh, yes. Um, I think I just did Cupid Shuffle. Okay. Yeah. Cha-Cha, I'm a little back and forth on. If they, like, want it, if they ask me for it, I'll play it. But I'm just, I usually don't go out of my way to play it. What line um, dance do you not like playing? Probably, like, the electric slide. And I don't really like the wobble. But the wobble presents a good opportunity to mix into so much other good music that's, like, in that tempo range. Um, that it's, like, a, it's a, it can be a really good starting point. Especially that it can get a lot of people out there because a lot of people really like that song. And... And then you can just mix so much with it. There's so many other songs that just mix super well. So I just, yeah. But probably, probably Electric Slide is my <laughs> my least favorite. Land dances are an interesting thing, and we haven't really talked about them too much on this podcast. Uh, but I was thinking about it um, because they are kind of like, it's a very, um, it's like half and half. Uh, I don't know what the term mm-hmm. is, but uh, half people love line dances. Yeah. Half people are like, you better not play this. Um, and it's so interesting. Um, so, as a DJ, line dances, should you play them? Yes, no, maybe so. And then I thought it'd be interesting to talk about what I find is the key thing. Uh, 
about line dancing, and I was talking to my wife about this, it's the generational differences. Mm. You got to look at boomers, you look at Gen X, you look at millennials and Gen Z, and then, of course, kids. Mm-hmm. Um, who loves line dances? Just off the top of your head, what generations love line dances? Kids, right? Young yeah. kids. So, like, generation, I don't know what, double A or whatever, you know. I don't know <laughs> what the next one coming up is, past right. C, but... Uh, so young kids, I mean, talking 10 and under, 12 and under, right? Yeah. Old people. So in our, in our you know, jet boomers, right? Mm-hmm. And some Gen Xers. And then maybe even smaller millennials and even fewer Zennials, typically. And of course, that's just like the trend. There's going to be people you're listening at home, you're a Gen Z and you love flying dances, fine. You know? Yeah. And you're a boomer and you hate them, that's fine too. Like, I'm just saying what we see at weddings. I think it's like also a thing of like... Uh maybe kind of hits a little bit of like nostalgia. Like for me, it's kind of like, Oh yeah. I'm like roller skating when I was like in eighth grade or sure. whatever. And like playing the cha-cha slide. Yeah. So I think that like, Oh yeah, this is fun still. And yeah. some people really like a lot of those. Like they come up to me like, Oh, you playing like all those like go to wedding songs. And then they list off like all the songs that yeah. I hate <laughs> basically and like never play. But, um, chicken dance, chicken dance. Pokey pokey. Yeah. I mean, kids love those. Right. And old folks love those too. They're just fun. It's lighthearted. I think it really depends on the crowd for sure. sure. But, um, you know, at Gen Z, I think they're like they like the cha cha slide. They like the mm-hmm. Cupid shuffle. Millennials love Cupid shuffle and the wobble. And then, of course, those like uh, brand new ones, uh, the um, Watch Me Whip. You know, yeah. Or what's that other one? Uh, Some of the country ones. Sure. You know, like the the Get Up. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another one. I'm yeah, the Get Up is one of them. And then uh, what's the other people? People do a line dance like it's a country line dance to Ch- Cotton Eye Joe. Mm-hmm. I find Gen Z likes that. Um, yeah. That's what we kicked off the dance floor with, actually. Cotton Eye Joe. Yeah, this, this past Saturday, yeah. They said it was like a big one with their family or whatever. And it was so um, funny. When I think of Electric Slide, I always think of Gen X or Boomer. And because mm-hmm. it's always those ants with that, like, sassy ant energy. That's who dances to that. And yeah, that's who knows yeah. it. Young people don't know how to do the Electric Slide. My, my generation, you, you probably didn't go through this, but when we were in elementary, they taught us to do line dances in school and gym yes. class. Did you I, guys do I that too? I did do that. Okay. I learned how to sashay and everything. Okay, good, yeah. good, finally. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, it's so, yeah, it's still I can whip out that, that electric slide when I need to. Um, I can't do the fancy one with the spins. There's people who can really, you know, turn well, it on. I feel like that line dance takes a little more work. Like Cupid Shuffle, it's just, you're just like going in a direction. Yeah. But why don't people... I mean, that's a big thing we see. I've seen a big trend in most of the weddings we're doing. About half of them, maybe a little more than half, are mm-hmm. like, please, no line dances. I got one this Sunday. The The couple has like, please, no line dances. The parents are like, please, line dances. <laughs> please play them. Yeah. Why do you think young people are not wanting to? I think, uh, and it ties into why a lot of wedding traditions are kind of dime. And, um, and this is actually... I just had a phone call with a wedding I'm doing in a few weeks with uh, this bride um, yesterday. And she kind of was telling me like, hey, you know, these are the things I want to avoid. And I, I think line dance is, is one of those things. But it's like, I just want to have a party. And I don't want there to be like structure. I think there's a lot of structure with line dance. It's telling you how to dance. Everyone's got to be facing you know? the same way. Yep. Everyone's doing a rhythmic movement. It's in too time. organized. Mm-hmm. Too organized. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's very uh, conforming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you want to dance to this song, there's only one way to do it, you know, kind of right. thing. Yeah. Yeah, I just think. And that's also why life. people love it. They don't have to think too hard. They don't have to show off their best moves. Right. You can throw on a little flourish there if you really are confident with, with the way you can move and can contort your body. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always throw in a little flourish on Cupid Shuffle. 
Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, um, ultimately, I, I kind of arrived at this. It's not cool. It's not cool. No. And when you're young and you're a Gen Z and you're getting married, you're all about cool. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know what's lame is what old people like. And what I like is hot and fresh and young <laughs> and cool. And what's not cool is traditional line dances that we've seen before at weddings. Right. Now, the question is, what should our role as a wedding DJ be when it comes to line dances? Because I guarantee you, you're going to have DJs who fall on every, you know, place on the spectrum of what is acceptable or unacceptable. Some DJs, I do not play them. If you're going to hire me, I'm not playing them. Yeah. There's DJs who is like, I'll play all of them and then I'll play them twice, you know. Um, And what should our role as DJs be? And where do we kind of arrive as a company? Uh, with line dances. I mean, I think in general, our big thing with just music in general is we, we don't really take too much of a hard opinion on things. Um, and if, you know, if you want to hear it, we'll play it. And I mean, the thing that I like about line dances um, is that they can be a really good like dance floor, like savior, like just bring people back out there. Um, if I know that um, they're okay with them, that can easily bring everyone back out. So that's, that's kind of why I like them. I, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just whatever the couple's comfortable with. I'm not going to push them on doing it. Mm-hmm. And like, usually I kind of just side if they're like, we hate them. I'm like, me too. <laughs> like, but I, I'm never going to be the first one to say <laughs> sure, it. Yeah. But as soon as they do, they basically open the floodgates. They give me permission to like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm on the same page as you. So yeah, they've also been overplayed. Yeah. People rely on them a little bit too much to get dance floor going. By the way, we get dance floors going full night floors all night and we never play a single one. Yeah. So, and we play them with them, and sometimes it's even tough to get them out there for the, the line dances. So yeah. it's not like a guaranteed thing. But as a general rule of thumb, I find that like, if you're playing a line dance, you're gonna get a lot of people out there, because it's a very safe way to start dancing, because you're everyone's a group, everyone's looking the same level of lame or silly mm-hmm. or you know sometimes people feel awkward and uncomfortable moving their bodies and. Um, and, you know, there's people who love to dance, and they have no problem. They'll dance to anything, and yeah. so they don't really care. It's like, um, you know, do whatever. But uh, it's just so fascinating and interesting to me, this great debate, and that you're seeing what is traditional is being kind of thrown out because yes. it's just that's not cool. It's not me. It's not what I like, and it's not the music I like, and, and I want to have a party with my friends mm-hmm. um, and play the music that I like and make memories like that way when I'm getting married. Yeah. And a lot of older folks who grew up on, you know, stuff like this, and they've been to lots of weddings, and they're expecting to hear those songs. They mm-hmm. want to hear those songs. Uh, and so there's that kind of generational divide, I find, where we want to hear those songs. That Those are comforting, and those make us have fun. And if you, you know, there's people who are only going to dance to one or two songs, and it's going to be those line dances, or it's going to be a slow dance or something like that. Right. Um, that's just not, that's just who they are as a person. That's just, that's, you know. Um, and it was, I find as a DJ, you have to kind of be willing to placate to both. You want to be able to play songs that are cool and fresh and, and keep things going, but are not so alienating that no one else wants to join in or dance and, and have fun. Yeah. Generally, I mean, especially the first like half of the dance floor, I want to try and get as many people out there as I can out of all age demographics. So yeah, I don't want to like alienate one group, make them feel like they can't get out there to anything that yes. I'm doing. Um, I think it's kind of a balance of, especially for the the couples out there, of when you're planning your music, you kind of have to think about, you know, what am I going to want to hear, but also like, what are my guests going to want to hear? What what, and that's okay if you really don't care about what the mm-hmm. guests want to hear. That's totally fine if you just want to stick to your music. 
that's no problem with me. Yeah. I will play that playlist no problem. But um, that's something you definitely should kind of think about is like if you want to have a really good dance floor and you want to have all your guests out there, at least the majority of them, really think about what they're going to want to hear. Mm-hmm. Ask around yeah. and kind of get their opinions on it. And like, you know, if you have to play one line dance song to make like 15% of the people there are happy, that is like two or three minutes of your dance floor. Yes, so yeah. That's not too bad. And um, sometimes it can kind of shake off that dust and, and it just, oh, now I'm in the mood to dance now that I've done this. They're already dance. out there. I'm already out there. Oh, this isn't so bad. Everyone's having fun. This there is, is a good. pressure to go on the dance floor. And yes. especially like there are, you know, this morning on Saturday, there was this, this kid that was out there and he was dancing so hard to every song like jumping in the air like he was like going banana it was it was wild he was non-stop <laughs> and he was that energy of like i'm gonna be the first one out yeah. there and i'm gonna be there the entire night but most people aren't like that yeah. and they kind of need that like oh there's a few people out there so i'm not the only one i'm not yeah. alone for the line dance usually everyone just rushes on the dance floor right away so you kind of just go with the group I think it's it's just like a herd mentality kind of thing. It is. Like, it very much is. I'm not going to be comfortable if I'm the one doing it. I have to wait for other people. You Even know? we're getting into it. Yeah. 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 But then There's when everybody's like out there and then you're like, oh, great. Yep. We're done going to the left and right. And then now other music is playing. And I'm, oh, I'm already here. So. Yeah. And there are times where. I mean, there's weddings I've done. I'm sure you too. Like we've talked about a lot of the ragers, the just 10 out of 10. Yes. Can't play a bad song. There are weddings that I've done where the only songs I get them out there the entire night are line dancing. Yes. There are ones that I've done where literally they leave right away. Yeah. F- song is end. Okay, bye. Oh, I see ya. Sorry, this this one doesn't tell me it's what to do. Only thing, yeah. <laughs> like it's not fun. It's not dancing. If yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, and I think as a DJ, where I kind of arrived too is that like, it's a good tool to 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 use in your DJ repertoire of getting people dancing. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you should overuse it. I don't think it should be the only tool you use. Uh, I think, of course, you should use you know, your emceeing, your presence, um, good song selection, cre- creative, original, and uh, newer and, and older and classics and forgotten classics, that kind of thing. Yeah. Songs they didn't know they wanted to hear that will get them in the mood and reading the energy. Um, but, yeah, asking good questions, also educating, yeah, the, your couple and the people – um, couples do ask, they ask their guests. We get lists all the time that their guests, here's, you know, 30 songs that the guests wanted. And so y- as a DJ, you got to pay attention to that because those, they were requesting those in advance. And a lot of times the couples will send that like invitation that says, give us one song that you will dance to. Mm-hmm. And then usually the couple will filter through those and get rid of the ones they don't, they don't want to play or they don't understand. Or, and some people put joke stuff on there yeah. that are, you know, uh, they're silly or whatever, but, uh, you know, I, I think it's a good tool. It's a good way to get a lot of people, a large majority out there. But yeah, it's kind of lame. It's not cool. Um, and so, yeah, we kind of talked last week about priorities. And if one of your priorities is being cool and, you know, not being tacky and cheesy, because those songs are, they're overplayed. That's what tacky and cheesy means. It's yeah. just, it's overdone. Um, you know, you kind of have to think about that in advance and be aware of who you're inviting you know, are you going to have, is the makeup of your crowd all of your parents' friends? Mm-hmm. Or is it all of your friends? What majority is which? Yeah. You know, how late is the night going? When are you having shuttles come or not? Are you not having shuttles come? That kind of thing. Is alcohol being served or not? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those are all factors. And we talk about, you know, that there's a lot of factors that are really not up to us that will influence whether people dance or not. Yes. Uh, and some of that, of course, is like the, the room and the, the how light it is, the weather, if it's hot, cold, you know, rainy, um, all those kinds of things. Yeah. 
and then the layout uh, of the room. But I think all of that is also song selection. Um, and if you're picking songs that are only, you know, towards a younger generation, you're only going to get younger generation people dancing, most mm-hmm. more than likely. If you're picking songs that are more for an older generation, you're only going to get older generation people dancing. Right. As a DJ, how do you balance that? Um, and the follow-up question to that is, is, what I've had recently is, yeah, the, the couple, they are younger. Mm-hmm. They want what they want. They don't want any line dances. They want to go hard, you know, yeah. is what they kind of said. And then the parents uh, and the parents' friends, they want to keep it fun and yeah. and keep it, um, you know, age-appropriate for, for what they like. Uh, they want the line dances. They want the polkas. They want all that. How do you balance that as a DJ? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I mean, honestly, I, I've been getting a lot more just like honest and transparent with my couples when I have a conversation with them regarding their music playing process and just kind of like, what's what's the vibe of your group? Do we, you know, trying to get an idea of like, do we really like to dance? Do we more so like to socialize? Also, what's the age of everybody? And kind of get an idea. And then if I can kind of see, like, oh, the music you've given me matches, you know, a minority group. Let's just say, like, give me only current top hits. That's only going to get the younger crowd, and the younger crowd is, like, in the minority. I'll just tell them. I'm like, hey, listen, happy to do this. Uh, We are only going to get that smaller crowd out there. So, like, they will be there, but we will have a smaller dance floor. You know, is that okay? Or do you want me to appease to the masses a little bit in the beginning, kind of work up that energy. Cause I, I mean, that's always fine too, is like when we can get a lot of um, people out there at the start, but then you just kind of lose them throughout the night. I've had dance floors of like 10 people that have been the best dance floors, you know, yeah, just because the energy is there. Um, and we've worked to that point, but um, yeah, it's just getting an idea of like, Hey, like this is what, what will happen. If you're kind of giving me this music, this is what you, you want me to play. These are the guests you invited this is probably what will play out. And, you know, that's not really me doing a bad job. I will do you know, the songs you give me. I will put them in the correct order. I'll play them when I, I know I think they should mm-hmm. be played and when they'll hit right. But, um, yeah, it's just kind of like keeping that balance. But, I mean, generally, I always try and have a full dance floor. And I, I want to make sure that everyone there can dance. Yeah, but yeah. What do you do, and this is what's happened recently, and I think it's going to happen this weekend, where, yeah, the couple, it's their wedding, they want something completely different than the parents, people mm. who paid us, signed the contract, want. Yeah, that's, um, you know, that's it. And then knowing the crowd and the time of day and where you're at and what mm-hmm. you're doing, it's going to be mostly older crowd earlier in the night. Yeah. It's going to be mostly younger crowd later in the night. And so that's kind of what I do. I split the hairs of you can't please everybody, but you have to try. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you got to start by. Showing people that you you came you mean business you you came to get the party going get yeah. the energy up get people dancing, and I find that just that atmosphere lets go a lot of that like anxious energy and that stressed energy and that like that need to control all the details and all the songs that really pulls it off. When a couple finally gets to the day of and they're dancing and they see their guests having fun yeah and they see grandma on the dance floor they they don't care as much about what song is being played yes I find. I think people don't care as much about most things once the wedding day hits. Yes. I've experienced that already, and it's very true. All the things you think you're going to be worried about, and you're like, the day of, you're going to be overwhelmed by so many other things yeah. that you're not going to really have time to think about that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, no, it's going to be definitely like a balance, keeping it between the two people. In my opinion, I, it's just, 
no matter who's paying, yeah, it's the it's the couple's wedding day. Yes, they're the ones that they're entitled to a bad party if that's what they want. You know, yeah, I, <laughs> if they're paying for it, yeah, you know, or, I, or vice versa. You know, everybody thinks they have the best taste. That's what this job has taught me is that everybody thinks that my song, my taste of music, is the best, right? And everyone else's taste is terrible. Um, and I've learned that, you know, really cheesy stuff that's not cool hits sometimes. And sometimes, yeah, like really underground or newer stuff hits too. So it's, uh, who do you please? What do you do? It's, it's not an easy thing. It's no. a balancing act. Um, and I try it. I try to play both sides. But if they make you pick, I try to be like, this sounds like a conversation you need to have with your son. Or this is a conversation you need to have with your parents. Or, you know, we are going to do our best, I always say, to get people dancing and have a good time. Um, and if there's something you want to hear, request it. We'll see if we mm-hmm. can work it in. Um, but I find sometimes people will, you know, um, handcuff us where we can't. I had a groom one time. I don't know if I did this wedding with you. It was that Journeyman. The groom looked up the top, like, 100 most requested songs, and he put all that on the Do Not Play. I did for work the this wedding one with you. I remember and, this. like every single song that you would typically hear at a wedding. He was like, "Don't play it." Well, I remember having a mix, and, and I had to check the list every, every time, time I queued up a song. Oh, was this one was on there? Is this crazy? One? Like, and we had like the ant coming up. How about what about Sweet Caroline? Sorry, it's on the Do Not Play. What about Don't Stop Believe? You know, and like by the sixth one, she was like, "Are you serious?" I was like, "Yeah, that's on there too." I had to show her. She didn't believe me. And so what she did, she went and got in the groom's face. But the groom was like, "Nope, we're not. We're still not playing it." And we just did what they wanted. Yeah, uh, I think we did like a lot of Grateful Dead at that wedding. It was this strange, that, that's, unique. Oh yes, yes. That's uh, but they had a great time. They wrote us a great review. People still dance. They found a way to dance without the chicken dance and Sweet Caroline. They had. Yep. A, they found a way to still have a good time, even though we didn't placate to the masses. Right? It was a weird thing. People were still dancing. So as a DJ, if people are still dancing, I'm happy. I don't care yeah. what's playing. If people are dancing, if Agreed. nobody's dancing, I typically go to requests that the couple has given me because mm-hmm. then at least I, I'm playing the stuff they want. They told me they wanted, mm-hmm. or I'm trying to genre hop around and find songs that the crowd will connect with. If they like this song, this way I think they're going to like this one and the next one. And then that will get me over here. Right. You know, where I want to be. That's how I think as a DJ, but you know, crowds are kind of the opposite. They're like, well, I'm only going to go out there if I hear what I want to hear. And so you have to read my mind. Or I'm going to come tell you exactly what I want to hear, which is hilarious to me because sometimes they come up and request. And then they're like, they just, just they don't even dance to it. They just wanted to hear the song. That's like 90% <laughs> of the time someone asks for a song. Like, like this is my favorite. You got to play it. And then you play it and they're like not even dancing. Yeah, and I'm just crickets. like, yeah. come on. Like, you got to put in the other, I, I put in 50%. You got to yeah. put in 50%. So what I've been doing lately too is just telling couples, if something's not hitting, it's okay if I mix out. I'm not going to finish that song. You know, even if it's on your request, even if it's a must play, if the crowd's not responding, is okay if I mix out. Because is it more important to you that your music is played, that your specific taste mm-hmm. is played, or is it more important that your guests have a good time? Yeah. Like I tell you, nine times out of ten, the couple's like, it's more important that the guests have a good time. I've had ones where it's like, I want to hear, you know, K-pop, and that's all I want to hear. Right. Um, and if you don't play that, I'll be very upset. Even if nobody dances, I want to hear what I want to hear. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's uh, so that's just kind of a more front end conversation. But uh, it's always tr- tricky to navigate that because you can't please everybody, but you have to please most of the people. Yes. I, uh, I know you've had a lot of guests that just come up and will like ask and ask and ask and ask and ask. I think most of the time it can be frustrating, especially when they keep asking. But have you like had times where it's just like 
you can't not laugh. Like, it's just, like, funny or whatever. Yeah. So, like, this weekend, <laughs> there's this guy, and I had played Party in the USA. I think it was one of their must plays, and I had played it, like, an hour ago. And he's like, hey, can you play? And by the way, he was, like, I don't think 21, and he was drunk. Like, uh, yeah. Uh-oh. But I could be wrong. Could be sure. wrong. He could have just had a young face. Who knows? But he was just like, play Party in the USA. And I'm like, I, uh, like, already played it. I'm really sorry. He just, like, walked away. didn't say anything. Over the course of the next hour, he had asked me five. He kept, just kept coming out, play part on the USA. And then by the time it was the fifth time, he was like, I think he finally heard me. And I was like, I already played it. And he's like, well, play it again. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to play a song twice. Like, I'm just, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. And he's like, well, that makes perfect sense. And then he just walked away. <laughs> like, all of this, like, he tried so I'm on your hard. now. I, I gave him the answer, like, I played this, didn't say anything, and then finally he's like, well, do it again. And then, like, I barely explained, and he's yeah. like, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. No. Like, I couldn't good. even be upset. I was just laughing. Like, a convincing argument by saying no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That was really funny. Oh, my gosh. But it's like, yeah, I guess like that, where I'm just like, I, I can't even be upset with you. That's just, like, hilarious. It's great. I love it, too, because they're like, well, I want it. Like, that's their just, like, I already played it. <laughs> You know, some people immediately, oh, oh, I miss, I must have missed it. You know, and then they're fine. They move on or they find another song. Yeah. Or I'm like, is there something else you want to hear? That kind of thing. Let me know, you know. But, uh, yeah, it's so funny when I want it. Or the worst is like, I'm about to leave soon, you know. I'm going to go. So you're going to play it? Looks like you got to throw it on the car. I don't know, man. Sorry. Oh, man. Hilarious. It's just so wild having to, to deal with that. Um, but yeah, like, uh, yeah, keeping the balance. That's honestly the hardest part of this job is just making sure everyone's happy. Cause you know, at the end of the day, we're, ma- we're making sure the couple's happy, but obviously we want to have a good dance floor and that means pleasing to the guests too. That's like why I think this job is one of the harder jobs. We're like, we're there to entertain and we can give it a hundred percent whatever, and sometimes people can still be disappointed. There's, like, really nothing you can do about that. You just can't make everybody happy. You're wearing a lot of hats. Yeah. Because you have to, yeah, you have to, of course, please the couple. you got to make sure the venue's happy. you got to make sure their vendors are happy. Mm -hmm. you got to please the couple's, you know, loved ones, their family, their friends, the close close to them, and then their guests, too. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes those all line up. I always think it's interesting. Sometimes you meet with uh, a couple, and they are just, difficult or they're just not interested they just don't they don't really they don't care you know um they're just apathetic and angry or whatever they're not they're just not into it um and then you go to the wedding and they're a completely different person they're mm-hmm. like so happy so excited right anything goes and they love what we're doing or sometimes yeah that continues they're just sour and upset all night or whatever or the other way around of like yes yeah yeah the couple <laughs> is super sweet super kind and just super friendly and excited and then yeah then the wedding they're just so stressed and angry yeah. and anxious um and you see that with crowds too mm. i've got ones where the the crowd is just so energetic and funny and lovable and just yeah. want to have a good time and you got crowds who are like is this a wedding or a funeral? Like, they're just not. Because you'll be usually start by, how's everyone feeling tonight? Blah, blah, blah. So-and-so got married. Yeah. And sometimes they're like, I mean, yeah, that's why we're here. Like, that's how they treat it. That makes me sweat right away. Yeah, as soon as, like, like, I'm, room. like, trying to hype them up. Yeah. And then they're just, just like, yeah. Like, Can just, we stand up, make some noise for that couple? <laughs> they got married. You know, we're here to celebrate that, you know. Yeah. 
let's give it up for them. And the crowd's like, yeah, I, I don't really like them. They're not going to make it, you know? <laughs> they just, That's what it feels they're like They're just sometimes. so sour and angry and yeah. it's and bitter and weird and awkward. And and it's so interesting because sometimes, yeah, like the, the, the couple is sweet and fun and their guests are terrible and they just don't respond well. They're not going to dance. And that stinks. Uh, and Because you really want them to have a good wedding. Yeah. Sometimes the couple is really difficult, but their guests are amazing. Mm. And their guests are fun. And sometimes they line up, and sometimes it's both, where it's like nobody wants to have a good time at this thing. I don't even know why we're here. I've um, done some where it's like the couple is literally walking around the room trying to yank people on the dance floor. Yeah. Because they're like, come on. Like, yeah. can you not just – and also it's like you could sit anywhere and drink for a few hours. Sure. Like, uh, I just want to see – like, I'll see one table – not even talking to each other, dead silent, sitting at a table, and they're there for hours. Yeah, on their phones. Yeah. Yeah, just chilling like, on their why phones. Why did you even come? Like, you could do that at <laughs> home. Just, you could be talking to people right now, even if you're not dancing. Like, I totally understand if you're not a dancer, you don't want to be the dance floor. You're not going to, like, socialize, like, try and, like, spend time. I, that always just, I'm like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. This is about the same folks, though, with the iPad, recording the ceremony in the front rows with the iPad. You know, who has an iPad? You know, a phone barely fits in my pocket, and they got the whole giant yeah. iPad recording everything. <laughs> what That's so impractical, impractical to have. And, uh, you know, it's just so tacky. You get this huge screen in the way. Just sit and enjoy the I haven't seen a ceremony. The ceremony. Yet. A lot of concerts, yeah. Concerts, yeah. Even ha- yeah, how did you get that into a concert? Like, it's one thing. You just walked into a wedding ceremony, but, like. Yeah. Everyone it's records. It's not, to me, it's not a good quality if you record anything on your phone. Sometimes I'll record or take a photo to remember it, but I'm not recording the whole stupid thing. And it's going to be, like, poor quality anyways. Like, you're, like, filming something that no one's going to look at. Like, hey, look, I filmed this really shaky video with poor audio. Like, here you go. (laughs) Like, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what it is. What are some things that you think are, like, commonly missed or commonly forgotten? That I didn't think about this and, like, oh, crud. I... Well, like that, uh, like a couple forgot. Sure, or just or yeah, like weddings, yeah, planning part of the plan or part of mm. commonly missed things that we see a lot. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I think it's almost always that like with the timeline that people are running late, it just it's always you're going to have stragglers, people running late. Mm. You you oh we're starting at four. I was like, are you or are the guests arriving at four? You know, well we had ceremony starts at four. I was like, okay, so they'll probably start arriving three thirty. Yeah, we'll probably get started ideally at four, but sometimes four or five, four ten, four fifteen. You know. Yeah, I would say like having proper spacing in the timeline. Most venues have a coordinator that will do a good job of structuring a timeline that makes sense. Um, And if not, then we know what makes sense, and we'll do that. But I mean, sometimes if you don't have that person, or they don't want to listen to the direction of that, I've had weddings that are so that are running so behind because there was not enough leeway. Yeah. Between everything, like ceremony ran late because timing was off. And then that made dinner run late, and it's just like the the ball just keeps getting bigger as it rolls down the hill. Like it's just yeah. like worse and worse. And then we have like you know an hour less of a dance floor <laughs> than we. So yeah, things like that of just like poor timeline structure. I think that can be that can happen. Yeah, especially during the summer. I think people forget to eat. They don't eat, mm. and they don't drink enough water, uh, and then they drink way too much alcohol, mm. and then they also don't have like you know fans or air conditioning or any kind. Of, you're wearing a suit like. I had a bridesmaid faint a few weeks ago. I forgot to tell you about that. Yeah. Mid- it happens. Mid-ceremony. It happens a few yeah. times a summer. People just faint, pass out. Second time I've seen that happen. Don't lock your knees. Don't. You need blood in your body. You to need blood around. in your body. Keep <laughs> things moving. Because um, you're standing up there. Mm-hmm. 
And it can be a while you're standing up there. And it's uncomfortable, and it's hot, and you're getting cooked yeah. in the sun. It's usually not a shady area because they want good photos. It's usually a sunny area. <laughs> so that's the big thing. Yeah, the weather, plans for the weather, backup plan for rain or heat or cold or wind. or I would say take, taking time for yourself that to too. just, like, enjoy the day for a moment. I think that's a common. Because you're doing so much, and, like, I mean, I didn't even really, going off of that, like, I didn't even really eat at my way. <laughs> like, I just didn't have time, and then the food was gone. Like, it just yeah. was, like, uh so many things that are going on but uh yeah just actually taking a moment to like really enjoy yourself the day of because yeah very cliche but it does go really fast and like you got to have some some time during the day where you're really just like chilling just either talking with your guests you're on your dance floor but really just definitely taking a moment for yourself i can i've seen a lot of couples that don't do that and they're just so like go go you know um that's really important yeah to me almost always to need like a runner person Mm. A lot of people, like, it's their wedding, and they want to, like, go, oh, I'll go fix this thing, or I'll go do this thing. And I was like, well, you need to get ready for the wedding, or you should be talking to your guests, or you should be dancing. Like, let so-and-so go get the thing, or run to get the... My whole brow party was great. You guys were constantly... What? You need a drink right now? Yeah. Ran, got it for me. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, whatever, like, anything I needed, like, you guys were on top of it. That And that made a difference, for sure, because, like, yeah. I'm like, when I'm in the middle of talking to somebody or I'm doing something, like, you know, I don't want to have to step away. And it's like, yeah, having a bridal party that's, like, there for you, that's that's really nice. Yeah, they don't just leave, ghost you. Yeah. That happens a lot, too, where the bridal party just disappears. Yes. And, like, yeah, we got to do photos. We got to do ceremony. We got to do speeches. We got to do intros. We don't know where they are. They left. Yep. They don't communicate. Nobody talks. They just, but you're like, we need you. Or parents, too. Like, you'll have, we're going to start the father-daughter dance. Where's the dad? Oh, he's in the bathroom. Or, yeah, yeah he went home. Why did he go home? Yeah, you forgot something. Went to get his camera or something. You know, it's like have it. Did no one else go get that camera? Right. Like, you know, <laughs> it, and it, it's like you know when you're like watching your kid at like the grocery store and you like look down ever. Yeah, they're just disappeared. It, it's literally been like that. Right. Like I'm like I'm running around. Okay, so we're gonna start. Hey, best man, maid of honor. We're gonna start speeches in like ten seconds. Okay. Yeah, I turn around. They're gone. Like one of them's gone. <laughs> like what? Oh yeah, yeah. They're like run to the bathroom really quick. I'm like oh, okay. Well, like that could have happened a few minutes ago, yeah. but <laughs> it's like. And I feel like, too, like, if you're in the bridal party or you're a bride, you should cut the line. Just go to the front of the line. You know, people want to be polite. Like, if you're waiting in line for food or waiting in line for drinks or, you know. Like, that's yeah, what kind of the do? Just like, hey, sorry, I got to get this drink to the bride and groom right now or whatever. Like, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Like, yeah. I kind of agree with that. You kind of <laughs> have to force your way in, force your way through. You know, use use your VIP status. Yeah. Flex a little. That's the that's one way you should do it. You shouldn't do it for, like, uh, play my song, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm the best man, and yeah. uh, you're gonna play this song. We're about to leave. So, but yeah, I mean that's a <laughs> that's all I have. We'll see how it goes. We got a triple header this yes. weekend. Busy we're weekend. at Walden. We're at uh, in Streeter, Illinois. Uh, what is mm-hmm. the name of it? And then we're at Sandy Pines on Sunday. Yeah. So it's gonna be wild. Uh, we'll we'll check back in next week. Let you know how it went. Absolutely. I'll be well. It'll be in two weeks because I'll be off. I'm I'm having a, a daughter. Yeah, wife, we're inducing next week, so we're Congrats, having a baby dude. girl. So I will be gone. Mystery guest. Next Mystery week. guest next week. We'll have somebody else on the ca- on the cast, but uh, we'll be back a week after and tell you how it went. So yeah, thank you guys. I am Mike. I am Chris. This is the DJ Insider Podcast, and we will see you on the dance floor.